live from Kansas City. It's the most chaotic and the most fun episode of First Things First of all time. We are here with Christmas Absolutely. and the bell of the ball. How are you feeling? So like a champion, my man. Like a champion is how I'm feeling. Let's go. On today's show, we discuss the Kansas City Chiefs. No surprise. Can anyone dethrone them? And should we just book our hotel rooms for next year as well? Good idea. Juju sends Bradbury a lovely Valentine's Day card. Was this good-natured fun, poor sportsmanship, or an underwhelming Photoshop? And finally, <laughs> speaking of great champions and great teams and the Lakers, Pat Beverly Wright. When he talks about what went wrong in L.A., again, Kevin Wiles, Chris Broussard, and Nick, who is just floating. He is just floating on air. I mean, let me tell you something. Go ahead. Oh. You know what? <laughs> right off. You know what? The committee warned you we needed to book this spot. We told you we'd be here. I'm glad someone finally recognized. Oh, but we start today with the champions. Uh, in the GOAT conversation, certain media members, or media members singular, have enthusiastically compared Mahomes to Tom Brady, and Tom Curran of NBC Boston would like everyone to chill. Here's what he wrote. What's interesting about the rush to promote Mahomes as the new GOAT is that he just has so far to go, and it's so disrespectful to the body of work that Tom Brady put together. It's not LeBron versus Jordan at all. It's Alex English. Alex English versus Bill Man. Russell. With an amazing group. Drew, are you okay with this comparison? <laughs> you have already butchered the beginning. <laughs> Just like we talked well, about. It's tricky because it was an Alex English. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're in Kansas City, Nick. Let Nick me start here. Yes. Let me start here, sir. You got to give him that. As we rehearsed. So here's the deal. I am actually so glad that Tom Curran came out with the worst sports take of 2023. No, it's, it's a, a bad. It's a bad. It's the worst. Alex English, with no. all due respect, but come on. Because the number one thing that I heard, you heard, you heard, as we made our way through these Chiefs fans is nobody believed in us. Everybody disrespected us. True. And I think it might be at this point a little overplayed, but it's clearly what the players believed and what the fans believed. But you were underdogs and in those it, your last right, two games. It, it's fair. Right. And now you have an otherwise noteworthy writer explaining that the most talented player any of us have ever has ever seen is the equivalent of a volume scorer on a mediocre team. And no disrespect to Alex English, but that's what he was. Great scorer on a mediocre team. And here's the thing. I think everyone knows that the accomplishments, Brady is way ahead. But when we're talking about the best, I think a lot of people feel like, who has played the position at the best? Sure. And so here's the thing I want to show you, and then I'll give it to you, Brew. Do we all agree Brady's best year was 07 with Moss? Yes. Yes. So let's compare Brady's best year of a 23-year career to Patrick Mahomes' first season as a starter. 
Uh, so Patrick Mahomes walked into the league and at his worst, skill-wise, was equal to Brady's best. That's why we can have this conversation before he has five, six, or seven rings. Right. Well, look, and Curran said that he's the new GOAT. Nobody's saying, you're not even saying, I'm not saying he's the new GOAT. Yeah. We are just, are you saying he's the GOAT? You're not saying he's the GOAT. I'm saying he's the best player ever. But he is not the greatest player ever. Those are two different things. Okay, and I and I don't I don't even separate them. Sure. But I I do think he's the best I've ever seen at the position. Yeah. But he's got to accomplish more to be the goat. But to this point, look, Brady. We could add to your graphic. In 23 years, Brady won three MVPs. Mahomes has two in five years as a starter. Brady was three times first time team All Pro. That means three times he was viewed as the best quarterback in the league. Mahomes is already at two. He's obviously got the two Super Bowls, and I don't think he has to win seven to no. catch Brady. I think four or five, I'll say five, but there's no reason to think Mahomes won't play Close to 20 years, if not 20 or more, because now you can't hit the quarterback like you used to. Yeah. You're protected more than ever. He's driven. And so I think this, to say Alex English, with all due respect to him, because he was a great player, to compare Patrick Mahomes to him is entirely disrespectful. I do think it is a Jordan, a fair Jordan and LeBron debate, even though Brady, I don't think is as good as Jordan. Let me show you just the mass numbers. Yes. Because he's so far behind, and they're mind-boggling numbers. 187 wins, almost 6,000 completions. I mean, 65,000 yards. We did the math. You can go to the moon and back. No, you can't. You can go yeah, to that's Saturn. correct math. As much as Saturn's rings. No. Uh, almost 450 touchdowns in the titles. The titles, I feel like you've gotten your two so quickly. Those titles are Breeze, Favre, Kurt Warner, and Peyton Manning combined. And those are five titles. So you, it's just, I feel like you think these other titles are a given. No. And I know we're like swept up in the intoxication literally and figuratively of this day. But no, that what, titles is a big deal. What, what I think is this. I think in the most basic terms, the more players that are on the field, the less titles should be the deciding factor in who the best ever is. So, individual sports, golf, tennis, you want to just say count the majors? Okay, seems fair. Basketball, where you play both ways and you only have four teammates, you want to heavily weight it to rings? Okay, fair. Football, when there's 22 guys on the field and you can only play one side of the ball, titles matter, and most importantly, it matters do you play your best in the biggest moments? I like that take. But to ignore the context of Tom Brady, half of his career seasons, he had a top five defense. And Patrick Mahomes has never had a single season with a top ten defense. That, to me, is ignores the reality of how football works. And, we, and unlike the Peyton Manning conversation, Brew, you can't say, well, yeah, he has all these numbers, but in the biggest spots, right. he's the right. opposite. He is 
the only player in league history that have a postseason clutch resume similar to Mahomes are Brady and Montana. Those are the only guys. And he had Mahomes has everything Brady has. The intelligence, the, the accuracy, all the leadership, all the intangibles that help make Brady great, he has. Plus, he's got some more. He's got the athleticism, the mobility, and, and even the dynamic plays that you see him make that Brady doesn't make. I'm again, obviously, he can't be the GOAT right now, but to say he can't be in the top three, as you and I have said, top five. I mean, Sandy Koufax had a 12-year career, six phenomenal years, and everybody thinks he arguably is the best pitcher. Gale Sayers had a short career, but what he did was so great in that short time. Mahomes already has passed several of the greats, and he's just trailing Montana and Brady. I know we need to move on, but I want to ask you a question. Sure. Thank you for that. When they win again next year, yeah. And let's just say, for the sake of it, he also wins another MVP. If that happens, and then, God forbid, he did what Michael Jordan did and said, you know what? I'm done. I'm retiring. If he, if he does that, do you think people will credibly believe he wasn't the best player we've ever seen. Yeah, that's a good if, question. If, if he starts six years, half of them and he wins league MVP, half of them and he wins the Super Bowl. His worst year, they made they made they won 12 games. He made a Pro Bowl and they lost in the conference title game in overtime. Do you think people will say, okay, everybody knows he didn't have the greatest career? But he's the best player. He was, had, we, the high, he had the highest. High, I, I don't think he'd be called the GOAT, though. Some would. Some would. But a lot would say he won three in six years. Brady won three in four years twice. I still think the longevity would help Brady if Mahomes' career was that short. If he did the behind-the-back pass, maybe. And also, for our viewers, a little bit of a home-field advantage in these arguments. I don't know if we were in the Boston Harbor. This argument would go the same way. Uh, all right, we're going to talk about Valentine's Day now. Oh, well, Juju sent uh, Bradbury... Well, I don't know if he sent it to him, but he posted it. A nice Valentine's Day based on this hold. Here's what it said. I'll hold you when it matters most. Well, A.J. Brown said, hold on a second. First off, congratulations. You deserve it. We but this is lame. <laughs> You're on your way out of the league. That's a lot. He was not. <laughs> Mahomes, Mahomes. He also called him TikTok boy. <laughs> Resurrect your career. I mean, then it just gets ridiculous. And then Juju fired back, Mahomes weighed in, other Eagles weighed in, people around the league weighed in. So there was a lot there. Do you think this was fair or foul? I really like Juju. Come on. He, wait, wait. He had an awesome Super Bowl. Yeah. He's wearing some gorgeous Gucci pants that you'll see up on the stage shortly. I did not like this, and I did not like this because Bradbury handled this like such a pro. He did. If, this, if Bradbury had said, that's a BS call, that the script was in, or if Bradbury had, before the game, been Eli Apple and taught chirping, then go after him. I thought Bradbury really handled this professionally. And I didn't think Juju needed to do that. And Mahomes 
who has done an amazing job of staying out of everything, being above the fray. It almost pulled him into a fray that he otherwise wouldn't be in because he's such a good teammate, he defended his guy. So I didn't love it. Yeah, look, I would not have done it. I would not advise any other players to do it. And I think Juju is silly. All right, remember a couple years ago I said he should start calling himself John Schuster. So, yeah, he didn't, I didn't stick with it, but I thought he had grown, but he hadn't. So John Smith-Schuster. But I, I got to be honest, Nick, I'm having trouble getting too riled up about this. I mean, it, it's a joke, all right? And and the guy did do it, and they have been everyone's Burrowhead. They've been the victims of trash talk. Oh, yeah. Burrowhead. And even on the other side, when Kelsey calls the mayor of Cincinnati a jabroni, which then as bad as it sounds, it sounds like, can you say that on TV? But my point is, this is just another part of this whole narrative. So I wouldn't have done it, but I'm not that. It's not that huge Wild. of a deal to me. Wild. Brew also wouldn't have done it. Because he couldn't have figured out the Photoshop. Well, he like, just, I was like, well, that's a bad true. Photoshop. That's she's very like, no, true. it's from NFL me. <laughs> just to go back to football, I thought Juju, it drew some attention to Juju that was actually good for the Chiefs, that he came here on a one-year deal, and he was really known for his TikToks, and Mike Tomlin was kind of done with him. And all of a sudden this year, 78 catches, 933 yards. He got that play that won the Super Bowl, whether or not you yep. had issues with it or not. I think it will draw more guys to you like guys used to want to go play with Brady. I want to say I totally agree with that. I do think one of the reasons, and we'll talk about this later in the show, the Chiefs are going to be so hard to beat is because I think guys who are looking for a ring late in their career or want to, they will do it to come play here. But one thing I want to give Juju credit for is this. He was interviewed. He was interviewed after the Super Bowl by NFL Network. And they were like, hey, you hit your incentive. And he seemed to not know he was going to get a million dollars. Yeah. From when, and so the fact that he wasn't focused on himself, I liked. We probably should take a break. Okay. All right. The party continues. We'll be yeah, back with more first things first after the break. <laughs> Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash FTF. netsuite.com slash FTF. netsuite.com slash FTF. Oh, welcome back to First Things First. We are live 
from Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes is on one stage alongside Chris Broussard and Nick Wright. Kevin Wilds on another. Josh Allen was with Kyle Brandt and gave some nice compliments to the Chiefs. Take a listen. Again, they deserve they deserve it. You know, they played at such a high level. And, you know, if you look at him statistically and what he's been able to do in his first four, five, six years in this league, you know, it's kind of unmatched by anybody. So, um, you know, they're they're the the mantra of what you want to be uh, and how you how you need to do it. Because again, they're just constantly in the FC Championship game. He's been in three Super Bowls now. Like, we got to find ways to. You know, it's a copycat league, so you got to find ways to to be like them. And before I give it to the main show, Travis Kelsey. Okay. Okay. Welcome back to the show. That was Josh Allen and Kyle Brandt. We're a little bit divided attention here because we have to pay attention to. Josh Allen and Kyle Brandt, and there's Patrick Mahomes also on stage with a can of beer, a WWE Championship belt, and now he's going to give the mic to Travis Kelsey. But, Nick, who do you think the Chiefs' biggest competition are this year? There is none. There is none. I want to make, because Mahomes just said it, just 20 seconds ago, this was supposed to be a rebuilding year, and we won the championship. And that sounds good, but I can also prove it to you. Most snaps played by rookies this season, we will show it to you. The Bears rebuilding. The Seahawks who thought they were rebuilding. The Texans, the Chiefs, and the Titans. You then add in all the playoff snaps that the Chiefs got, and it looks like this. The the second most snaps played by a rookie. So here's what I truly believe. I believe this year's Chiefs team will be the worst Chiefs team that we see until Travis Kelsey retires. And we just won the championship. There's uh, the only key free agent that uh, could lose is Orlando Brown, but they can franchise tag him. They have the league average cap space. They have above league average draft picks. And in three months, Mahomes will be the 10th highest paid quarterback in football. There is no competition. They are, they are on a different plane than every other team. This was the year to get them. What I'll give you is this. There is no competition for Patrick Mahomes as the best quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. There's competition for the Chiefs. They, I, I think it's likely that they they can go back-to-back. Like I said the other day, I think Mahomes is, is adamant about doing that. I think he can do it. But I'm going with two teams. Okay. Number, I was going to say Bills. I told you that first because I think Josh Allen is a good guy, and I think he's going to look at this and learn. I think he's going to realize I've got to get in the lab if I want to beat that guy. And then they get Von Miller back, presumably, on defense. So I think that's going to make the defense much better. But I'm the number one threat. I got to go Cincinnati. Because again, they if they meet Buffalo, it's a bad matchup for the Bills. The Bills play the Chiefs tough. Obviously, the Bengals play them tough. The Bills have nothing for the Bengals. At least they didn't this year. So I think the the Bengals are the number one threat. 
and then the Bills number two. Can I, can I just say something? <laughs> Travis Kelsey just said that in the summer of 2022, the entire world said the Chiefs were going to miss the playoffs. That might be a bit of a stretch. Did he actually say that? Go ahead. So, speaking of what Travis is saying and something that we've picked up on as you've walked around, and just to set the stage here, everyone, Nick Wright is just the bell of the ball in Kansas City. Walking around like, oh! And a, a real sort of like comrade in arms that you believed in the Chiefs and no one else did. Yeah. And obviously you are underdogs in the Super Bowl, underdogs in the AFC Championship. At home. But now you're the champs. Yeah. Because I actually thought that underdog mentality helped the Chiefs. Yeah. Do you think that they need that a little bit? No, because I think, well, hold on, I'm sorry. Yes, but I think they're going to have it because the media is dumb and they are going to convince themselves that next year will be different, that the Bills have their number, that the Bengals have their number. And so I will, I will play along even though I think there is no competition. Yeah. I have a top five. The five biggest to threats okay. to the Chiefs. Okay. Okay. Number five, the team the Chiefs just beat in the Super Bowl, the Philadelphia Eagles. I have a lot of respect for him, but I don't think the defense is quite as good as it was made, cracked up to be. Number four, a team they always beat but plays them tough, the Chargers. I think the Chargers. Still in on the Chargers. Yeah, I mean, they'll be better. They'll be better. They should be healthier. They have Kellen Moore. Number three on the list. I mean, the Kings up there. But oh, what? Oh, what? oh what? my God. What do you mean? Okay. I thought it was going to be like the three Chiefs versions no. of the Chiefs or no. something. The Jags? Wait, the Jags didn't earn your respect? They played the Chiefs tough. That, okay, I, I believe the Jags. I give them a thumbs boy. They got an attaboy for okay. me, but not the respect. Take, and you go to Jacksonville this year, yeah, you play yeah. head-to-head. And again. they get Calvin Ridley ostensibly. Number two, the Niners. If the, the Niners were awesome, and I think the Niners could have slowed the Chiefs down in the Super Bowl more than the Eagles were able to. And number one is Cincinnati. I agree with that. Cincinnati plays them tough. Now, Brew is going to be mad that I didn't include the back-to-back AFC semifinalist, Buffalo Bills. But the Buffalo Bills got to prove they didn't peak in 2020. Because I think they did, and I think we have a lot of evidence they peaked in 2020, and it's been two years downhill since then. They won 13 games. I don't know. Uh, All right, so you've got the 16th hardest strength of schedule, square in the middle. I'm going to give you all the home games. Just say undefeated at home. What games are you worried about on the road next year? In Jacksonville, in Lambeau, in Minnesota. Oh, Battle of the Banners. In Foxborough, what are you worried about? Uh, I think the Chargers game is probably the hardest game. But, I, I mean, this is absurd. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not going to. Like, Brew didn't want to get locked in. Oh, I'm I want to know. Hold on. I'm not going to get locked into this. But, here it comes. 
20 and 0. I knew it was coming. Wow. I knew it was coming. On the wow. I'm glad you it's went on there. The no, table. I am glad. Why you watched it? On the table. It's on the table. 20 and 0 is on the table. What's the deadline to lock it in? Because, I mean, the, you throw it out there. The week, the, the day before the season starts. All right, all right. So you're flirting with 20 right. and Flirting with like, Buying it a drink. Think about that. Ponder <laughs> that. it across to the bar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm worried about, I'd be worried about Buffalo. You play Buffalo here. Tonya. The Bills are yesterday's news. They missed their window. They missed it. That you might be right. Cincinnati's on the come up. Jacksonville's on the come up. The Chargers are on the come up. The Dolphins will see that the Jets, if they get a quarterback, the Bills might actually be in the toughest division in the NFL. A lot of things. And Von Miller was so important. He's in his mid-30s, torn ACL. The idea that Von Miller comes back 100% full strength, I don't know. Like, a lot of things. And psychologically, why does this team have this unbelievable regular season defense that in three straight playoffs has shown no defensive resistance? None. That would concern me. Well, we've seen that. Look, we saw that again from San Francisco. Great defense in the regular season. Couldn't stop the Eagles. I get the quarterback situation, but still. And then Philadelphia, same thing. But that's against not, the Chiefs. But it's not three San Francisco years in couldn't a row. even stop the uh, Chiefs in the regular season. But at, in, in 2020, the Bills allowed 38 to the Chiefs in the AFC title game. In 2021, they'd allowed 42 in the divisional round. And then this year, Cincinnati only scored 27, but did whatever they wanted. Three straight years that the Leslie Frazier defense, for some reason, has been statistically awesome in the regular season, and then in the playoffs has gotten exposed. That would concern me. Okay, 20-0 on the board. You heard it here. First for the second time because no, it, it was well, on the board. Well, look, before. Tom Curran did say they got to, Mahomes needs to go undefeated in the regular season oh, before I, we can start the oh, conversation. I like that one. I like that. So one. that Four would be good. First after the break, live from Kansas City. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, we're talking about Derek Carr. He's now a free agent. Raiders said, can we trade you? He said, no, no, no. Don't even think about it. Some teams that are out there, bro. The Jets, the Panthers, the Saints. Who do you like next? Oh, I, listen. I don't think this is where he'll end up. But the Jets should go after him instead more than I would rather have Derek Carr than Aaron Rodgers given the salaries and the fact and we don't know what Carr's salary is going to be but it should be less Not 50 yeah. and that you don't have to give up a draft pick and that he's younger and that he's not in a darkness retreat 
And here's Aaron Rodgers. That's the end of the week. And that I think whoever signs him, he is going to be in the whole offseason, do everything to get inculcated with the teammates. To me, the Jets make the most sense. I think with Derek Carr level quarterback play, the Jets, if their young guys continue on their trajectory, the Jets could be an 11 win team. I think they could be a real team. Jets? Yes. Look, I'm with you on the Jets. I would love to see him go there. And here's the thing about Derek Carr. The Jets have a top five defense, top ten defense. He has never in his career had a defense higher ranked than 20th. 20th. That's unbelievable. 20th. And he's had six head coaches and five offensive coordinators in his nine years. So the best for Derek Carr could very well be ahead. I'm with you on the Jets. Here's my problem with him going there, though. It's the AFC. That's right. And you got to go through uh, not just Mahomes, but all the other great quarterbacks and teams. So I think he should go to the Saints because the Saints have a great defense as well. They got Chris Olave. They got Alvin Kamara. I think that's the place to go. The NFC is wide open, and he'd have better success there. Eagles gave up 20.2 points a game. Saints gave up 20.3. I know the Bucks were out there, too. I don't like following no, no, in Brady's no. footsteps at all. But you could go in there and literally have the exact opposite problem as you had when you were in the AFC West. Like, oh, Kyle Trask? Well, Falcon, like, I can just have this whole division versus having to face a juggernaut well, every time. Hold on. If you guys are trying to get him out of the AFC, the NFC team he should want to go to is Carolina. Carolina is better positioned than the Saints. They're obviously in the same division. They have an offensive-minded head coach. That I, he was right with him. How are you sure? Right? I've seen Reich have four quarterbacks that haven't succeeded. None of them were but ready. Never already. Not Ryan. All right, he didn't work. Phillip Rivers, okay, he went to Carson He Wentz was over. old. Carson Wentz is not that good. Man, I'm just, Ryan was old. At a old. certain point, I'm allowed to question if Frank Reich is the quarterback. He's the, he is the quarterback. Hold on. He is. Absolutely. But I'll tell you this much. He's more of a quarterback whisperer than Dennis Allen, than what's going on in New Orleans. And New Orleans is in absolute cap hell. New Orleans makes no sense to me. Oh, none. wow. I, none. I, I, New Orleans needs to take their medicine, accept where they're at, and move on. And like Wasn't rebuild. that this year? We no. have more medicine? They are $60 million over the cap without signing Derek Carr. The Saints are. But here's what I also like. The Saints and the Jets showed interest in Carr before he was cut. Carolina didn't do that. So I like that. Come sit down. Yeah, come sit down. I like that the Saints. (laughs) Grab a headset. Are you talking about the Chiefs? We are we we So I I roll with it. So Eric Stone Street is with us. The sto- Oh watch out. Watch out oh. Eric. We <laughs> have a somewhat drunken. <laughs> You're on now. Congratulations. Yeah, you can't hear. It's, it's well, kind of crazy up in here. Well, you just bum rushed the stage. What? Hey, are we doing this again next year? 
Ja. ja. <lacht> I, we'll see. I'm leaning that way, yes. I'm leaning toward back to back. I'm not going to lock myself in, like Nick said. Oh, hold on. Katanik is telling me to give Stone Street my headset. Oh. Katanik, hold on one second. Okay. You're getting my headset. Oh, it's an honor. Yeah, this one ain't even working. It's not working. Okay, Eric Stone Street with us. Know your role and shut Stop your mouth. mouth. <laughs> okay. Okay, now, now you can hear us. All right, so... Were you ever, when, when were you the most afraid in the Super Bowl? When were you the most worried? On the tackle. You on the tackle? On the tackle. Oh. When he went down, I was worried then, but then a calm comes over me because I love Chad Henney and I know that offense can fire. But then when he jogged and I saw him go like this, I was done worrying and I knew we're gonna win the ball game when he came out at halftime and we drove down the field. The, you you said you the, do you think the scramble in the fourth quarter is the best play of his career? Given the circumstances and what was on the line, a hundred percent. I would put the one up against the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. That scramble up there as one of the best plays. But that wasn't for the Super Bowl. This was for the Super Bowl. So, yes, I think Patrick, with all the media on his shoulders at that moment in time, that was rooting or, or, or betting against him and betting said, against him. Let's go. You know, so true. You know who warned him? You know, yeah. yeah, the committee, the committee warned, the committee warned them. Was it just you and me? No. Hey, you know what? Should we, should we reveal it? Eric Stone Street, one of the eight committee members. One of the only committee members. Yeah. I'm the sergeant at arms. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, true story. Yeah, Eric, we love you. Yeah, thanks, man. Thank you, brother. Thank, Thank you, my man. I hope right. you guys had a good time. This is how we do it in Kansas City. <laughs> More first things first after this. We are live from Kansas City. It's just been a wonderful, wonderful day. And Nick, I've had a blast here. Oh, it's been unbelievable. And now we're going to give deliver a uh, special edition of medals. Oh, yeah. Live from okay. Kansas City. Great. Not making the medal stand, my guy Shaden Sharp. We uh -oh. got, uh-oh, uh-oh. Yep. Oh, nice. We and got John. And we're going to have a special guest coming up. But first, Shaden Sharp did not, not make the medal stand. Nope. I'll Nick, tell you again. Jakob Pertle. Giannis Antetokounmpo and Drew Holiday all made the medal stand as we're now being joined by Juju Smith-Schuster. We'll show you these medals. What's up, man? How you doing, Jakob, Giannis, and Drew. Go ahead and sit down, Juju. And there's the medal stand from last night. And we are now joined by one of the stars of the Super Bowl, a man whose pants and bag match my sweater. I like it. I like it. First of all, is this the exact reason you signed with the Chiefs? The exact reason. Uh, this is crazy, man. This is unbelievable. 
There's so much going on. The fan base is unbelievable. We drove two miles on a bus. And this, I think there's a million of people here today. A million? At least a million, I'm saying. Well, speaking of a million, did you really not know that you could hit that million-dollar incentive in the Super Bowl? I did not know. That's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was insane. That's unbelievable. I was just focused on the bigger prize, winning the Super Bowl. Hey, you have played with several quarterbacks. I, we both think you're playing with the best in the league. What is it like when you Patrick Mahomes is your quarterback as a receiver? Man, it's so much fun. He's an awesome dude on the field, off the field. But he makes my job easy. And everyone around him, he makes it easy for them too. But at the same time, his energy is always up here. And we're always going to match it with him. So every time Patrick or Travis is asked about their individual success, the first name they say is Andy Reid. They say, Andy Reid, you obviously played for a great head coach in Mike Tomlin, but very different. What makes Andy special as far as connecting with players and then also schematically as far as designing things? Man, it's the cheeseburgers the night before the game, man. Yeah. The secret recipe. Uh, but he's a great coach, man, all around, man. He's a great dude. Uh, he's so funny. Uh, I love him, man. I love playing for him. And he's just smart at what he does. And it makes our job easy. All right, let's talk about some key Super Bowl moments because you were awesome throughout the game. You were the, at one point, the receivers had five, six catches and you had five of them. One of the few drives that ended in a punt, you got held on and they didn't call it. You then obviously get held on the final pass of the game. They do call it. Had you been talking to the refs? Had you been telling them he's grabbed me? Like, do you think the missed call set up the other call? Nah, nah, we don't, we don't complain. We know one thing that we know about us is that like, it's gonna be a physical game. That's a great team. Philadelphia is a great team, you know, and then at the end of the day, what was made is what was made. I think for all of us, it's just more so that, man, I'm just happy, man, just to be here with my guys, my teammates, my coaches. It's unbelievable, man. Did you know on the last play he held you? Did you know the flag was coming when he grabbed you? I definitely felt a tug. I definitely felt him pull me, hold me. And at the end of the day, man, I mean, it is what it is. We just got to move on. Yeah. You caught some flack, as you know, for that sweet. Do you feel, how do you feel about it? And do you feel like, hey, we people are calling our stadium Burrowhead and all that. It's all fair once it's done. I'm just throwing out fun. Or how do you, how do you feel about it? I mean, it's Valentine's Day. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I posted it to show love, man. It's Valentine's Day. But at the end of the day, man, he's a great player. I respect him. Um, but yeah, we just gotta move on, baby. All right, do we? Do you think you'll be back here next year? I'm not gonna lie, I do love this feeling. Uh, awesome. Congratulations. Thanks, You're a man. champion. Congratulations. Thank you so much. There is Juju. I got you, bro. Juju Smith-Schuster. Hold on. There you go. Juju Smith-Schuster. Kevin Wilde. Oh, I'm back, everybody. We only have three working microphones. Kevin Wilde.
Yeah. That's why you're a great teammate. Oh, you know what? Our show is no, not over, bro. It's not over? Not, I thought no. we were not. No. Like I thought the party sliding. was over. I was like sliding instead of scoring a touchdown. I'll go down for the team <laughs> so everybody else can shine. Um, did you ask him about his Valentine's Day card? Brew did. Did you really? Yes, yes. Brew's a real journalist. I, I, had, just... I had to ask him. Wow. We would catch heat if we didn't ask him. Oh, it's wow. about real journalism. New York Times, baby. Oh. Check the resume. Oh, let's talk about next year. We've got the Super Bowl full screen. Uh, okay, sure. So this is what I talked about. I think you guys want to be underdogs, but you are very, you know, high as a kite right now. Chiefs, Bills, 49ers. Eagles, Bengals, Cowboys. What are, I don't know what the Cowboys are doing up there, bro. Are you happy with this, Nick? Well, yeah, it, it at least is accurate. Aside, listen, there is something going on with the city of Buffalo. Maybe it's just a bigger gambling town than I thought. But they have been, they have been, oh, they have been overvalued for two years now. But it is not laughable like this year when the the Chiefs, as long as Mahomes and Reed are together, they have to be the preseason favorites every year. They have to be the favorites every year. Here's the thing. I, we know he's the best quarterback. Andy Reid is arguably the best coach right now. Right now, Obviously, Belichick's the GOAT. But you don't win it every year. But they should be you the favorites. You don't get there every year. And that's, that's going to be the challenge. But they're hungry. They're hungry and they're young. So they got a chance to do something really special. I don't know if we can put that back up. I don't know why the 49ers are so high. What do you mean? Who's they the got everything gonna... but a quarterback. Okay, well, I think the quarterback's important. Guys, they, Who's they, their quarterback? Won, they won seven games in a row with a seventh-round rookie. And then what happened? He got hurt. So who's going to be the quarterback? He didn't. Can I tell you something? He didn't get hurt. There was right. a blocking scheme that subjected okay. him to injury. Right. It wasn't, he you. didn't fall on the soap in the bathroom. He got hurt That's because he was put in a dangerous situation. Yes, he's getting very emotional about well, this. Well, because I feel like it's. No, that you're right. Part of that offense doesn't protect the quarterback. No, that, I listen, I understand that. The point I'm making is the Niners, I think, deserve to be there because I think the general belief is if Trey Lance is the 20th best quarterback in the NFL, 20th, they will be better than they were with Brock Purdy. And I don't know if he's better than Brock Purdy. I think that's a real question mark. I'm not, I don't know definitively, none of us do. But the short, small sample size he did not do as much as Purdy did. Do you think the Cowboys belong to be on that list that high? I think I think the Cowboys have a top two quarterback in their conference. It's like honestly uh, you think of when you think of the NFC, yeah, that's, like, so that, that that, that's the other thing. Like those odds really incorporate who you have to go through. So if Vegas thinks that Philly is going to deal with a Super Bowl hangover the way a lot of Super Bowl losers do, I, I know some people might believe in Daniel Jones. I don't. Jared Goff, your guy, Jared Goff was excellent this year. He'll be good but again. Yeah, Detroit's going to be tough. Yeah, and Detroit's so 
I just, the question to me is, everybody always asks, who's the team that nobody thinks is going to be good that is actually really good? The flip side is the more interesting. Who is going to be this year's or next year's Rams or Bucks? Or Broncos? Team? No, 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 no. No, I mean this, but we thought the Broncos oh, were going to be good. Sure, this. yeah. But team that had that of that list, I don't know if we can show it again. Well, I can tell you. But what'd you say? I can tell you right now if you like the answer. Yeah. Jacksonville. Oh. I'm sorry. I don't believe in Jacksonville. I I, I like Doug Peterson, but Jacksonville got hot. I just don't believe in Jacksonville as much as everybody else. Can I can I tell you a team that I have massive respect for, but I could see it happening to, is Cincinnati. Cincinnati, listen, Cincinnati is excellent and well-built, but that secondary, they're going to lose guys in free agency. They might end up trading T. Higgins. So that's a big deal. That's a big deal. And they have been, as I talked about, really running a turnover luck hot streak. And one other point. They keep saying they're going to fix the offensive line. I don't know that they fully have. money. And at some point, at some point, I mean, Joe Burrow already got really hurt once. But it doesn't take much for him to miss a few weeks. Like, I'm not predicting it, but of those teams, they're like, oh, my God, yeah. they missed the playoffs, especially if Baltimore brings back Lamar, see what Deshaun looks like in Cleveland. Like, Cincinnati, the, it won't be the Chiefs. I don't think it'll be the Eagles. I don't think it's the Niners. You got to find somebody. And I won't even say it's the Bills. And it won't be the, the Bills. Bills. And it won't be the Bills. I mean, the, the, the thing with Burrow is that he's already shown he doesn't need a great offensive line. If they just improve it a bit, then he's going to be even better. So I think he's already proven that he doesn't, even if he doesn't have the best supporting cast, he can get that team to a certain level. You have a sleeper team, bro? Detroit. Detroit. I like my Detroit. Team. That's, I, that's my team. I did a whole thing on it yesterday. <laughs> can I? Can I, I, I? You're right. You should feel oh, good. You should can, feel good to get I my confirmation. Can I ask you a question? Did coming here as awesome as today was ruin our show long term? Why? Because be honest, yeah. you two love the Chiefs now. You I, mean, I, I will say this: the fans have been phenomenal. Yeah, it's great. They do make a brother want to pull for the Chiefs. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, do like Kansas City. Great. My first time ever here. There's only a handful of cities I haven't been to, Wiles. And hey, now guys, I can check who Kansas told City out. Only a handful of cities. Who now told I have them. a connection to Kansas City. Yeah. The committee warned. Oh, it's I can claim the Chiefs. Thank you to uh, the Kansas City Chiefs and you, unofficial mayor and the official mayor. And uh, yes. everybody in Kansas City has just been I, excellent. I, I got to tell you guys, we introduced Broussard to a couple governors, a mayor, and a city council person. He was dressed like this. I think he's thinking about a career change. I oh, might be. Going into politics. <laughs> Could do it. I'm a leader, baby. Hey, we'll see you tomorrow. Back Bye in New York. Kansas City. Great episode. Congratulations.